Welcome to Upholding Matters, a podcast devoted to talking about what matters. Now, I was raised to believe that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness were things that mattered. And certainly they are the unalienable rights that Jefferson wrote about in the Declaration of Independence. We will talk about how to uphold them, how they hold us up, and why that matters. Welcome to Upholding Matters. I'm your host, David Paul. I guess you could call this a special issue. It's the 4th of July issue. We must have done one before. And I gotta tell you, this one is special. You might hear noises in the background. It could be people still blowing off fireworks, or it could be my wind chimes or whatever else is rattling in my house. We have gone through two volleys of earthquakes. So, and I have to tell you, that's some weird stuff. I like to think I'm tough and whatever will be, will be, and we do buy insurance, and it's a pain to pay for it year after year after year, and then something starts shaking, and you go, oh, that might be nice to replace some of everything I have if it gets shaken away. So there you are, you know, pursuing life, John Lennon. Life is what happens while you're making other plans. And certainly, you would just like the best day ever. And you would like the best 4th of July ever. I want to talk about a few things. You know, 4th of July is a fun one. It's really what this show wraps around. Loving America, trying to uphold it. And certainly, in this case, celebrating it. So there's been some developments, and we'll talk through them. Now, Donald Trump threw his salute to America, and they pulled it off, and they took over the Lincoln Memorial, and they sold tickets or gave them away or whatever they did. There were quite a few people there, and he gave a speech that I just happened to watch on TV and give credit where it's due, someone wrote a nice speech. It certainly wasn't Donald Trump. And his delivery really leaves a lot to be desired. He's not an inspiring speaker. I mean, it just sounds strained and artificial. Sometimes there does seem to be a mismatch in the emotional tenor and the, even the acceptance on his face of certain things. Like he's doing his best not to let you know that he doesn't have any idea what some of this stuff means. But there was some history there, and I didn't see the harm, unless, of course, you factor in what it costs, what it costs to tradition. I mean, we really don't do this. It's a people's holiday, and We have fireworks, and I'll get back to that. So, speaking of, on TV, there was some beautiful stuff of New York's fireworks and choreographed to cool music. 
And it was just inspiring to watch that, but a spectacular fireworks display is amazing. So in the tradition of my family, it's a little town called Blue Island. They had a big high school and a huge athletic field area that was open and, well, after right now, just estimate 2,500, 3,000, maybe even 5,000 people would come there, park, pour onto that field, and it was a pretty spectacular display. So after that, I mean, by the time, you, you know, when you're a kid and you don't have to drive, that's a lot easier. You just go wherever they take you. I mean, you have to start driving to these places and park and pay to park and be careful and not be drinking too many brews. And, you know, adulthood is a bitch. It's a responsibility that you didn't have before. So a lot of times young men falter because they just don't know what to do. And I certainly share had my fair share of faltering but I always was cautious. You know, I never put myself in position, and of course I shouldn't say never, because it's a source of many of my greatest regrets. Some things I have done on the holidays and partying and put them together, and whew, I threw pennies at astronauts, you know, the moon guys, Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong, and Michael Collins, when they came back in a parade from a window, I wadded up like four pennies in a bundle and a little note on there with my name and I'm interested in science and want to be an astronaut. I tossed them from the window, trying to get them into the limousine they were riding in, the convertible. And I don't know. I think about that and it could have hurt people hitting them. And I didn't think about that. And I was 12 years old or whatever the heck I was. It was a little older than that, as a kid. And, uh, but the fireworks are spectacular. The ones on TV, my thought was nice, nice camera work, nice display, but where in the world do you sit to see that? In a helicopter, maybe. And I guess if you have the time and the inclination to take that ride, I don't know how many they could have in the air because if everybody had a bunch of money and liked to do it, there'd just be too many helicopters up there. So some of the mysteries, but I love it, except around my house. Now, in the past, there have been some very enthusiastic people. And these uh, people with their enthusiasm... Do they think, do they think that people, other people don't like this explosives flying towards them or the noise and the fire potential? It's just, I guess they don't think about that, but it bothers me a little bit to just be sitting around and hearing a boom, startle a bull. So I don't need that. At least you know, 4th of July. But this year was terrible. 
people shooting and I just by random pointing my camera up in the air caught the guy behind doing his grand finale. And these are pretty much big time fireworks, you know, or maybe they're not the ones that go off the fairground because they do go a little higher, but these things go up a couple hundred feet and explode and heard some glass break because they have a powerful concussive force that you know, it's a bomb. Bombs bursting in there. So that's there. And then like bombs going off. I'll drive and park and pay if I want to hear that. You know, July, the beginning, we had our Wolfgang come, our doggy, around that time. Grandpa died, Nebo, July 3rd right before the 4th. And of course, this was no July 4th. This was the bicentennial July 4th, the 200th anniversary of America. So, and, you know, you looking back at the astronauts and all that stuff, we were about on that 4th of July to land on the moon. America was about to land on the moon. Wow. That's something to celebrate next stupid throwing pennies, I guess. But those were some times. And I hope you all have some family traditions. My uh, mother or my Aunt Nancy, they kind of changed up through the years of having holidays. Nancy's husband, Bucky, liked having Fourth of July because he had a pool and liked to let people have fun in the pool. That really was about the funnest part of those parties, except that I look back and I wonder, you know, in amazement, because everything was so perfect. And you have your Easter's, you have your Christmas's, you have your Fourth of July's, your Thanksgiving. How could I forget that? These things are tremendous amounts of work. And I had an amazing family because they poured a lot into these holidays And we always usually, one way or another, made it to some fireworks. So it was was pretty neat. And it helped a little bit just, you know, celebrating America to offset. Did I mention we had some earthquakes? No, the day before Grandpa's death day, July 3rd, I'm waking up. Spoiler alert, I was sleeping a little late. It must have been 10.30 or something. And something weird is happening. Well, we're right in the middle of the earthquakes. Things are moving. And the wind chimes in our house, those are the things that are making noise. So you know they're swinging and banging and what the heck. And it went on and on. They called it a rolling earthquake. This is what's amazing over 120 miles away in this town where it was on top of five miles down the ground. It just starts shaking and rumbling. And I'm pretty far from L.A., over the hill they call it, which is really a mountain range between us. We're still in the same county, but there's a mountain range in between me and the city proper down there. And they got shook up 
So today when it started happening, then they're done that, but now thought sinks in. This, what? Does this mean that this could go on? This was different. It turns out to have been stronger. News on the news says, oh, it's makes the one the day before the pre-quake. Oh, yeah, I guess so. But, like, that's a thing? Or maybe there's two pre-quakes and a big quake. Did I mention I have insurance? I don't know if you can run out and buy it now. And I would cry foul. I mean, maybe you could, but who would write it? Who would give you that policy? Because they might be held to some laws. Life is complex. No matter how complex, nothing more than an earthquake. And I guess you could put, you know, fire and flood and locusts. There's all sorts of things that really screw you up. And I guess the earthquake business is funny because it sneaks up on you. It just comes up right out of the ground and shakes you to your core. And it's no laughing matter. There's a guy in Florida had a sinkhole open up and just swallow him. He's just laying there in bed. Sinkhole just opened up. The whole bottom of his house fell out with him in it, right into some crevasse that I guess they got him out of there eventually. But, you know, they were laying in bed. The earth opened and took you. So there's nothing that potentially lethal about earthquakes, stuff falling on you in the house. Houses collapsing, certainly other structures, bigger, older buildings. It's just serious stuff. And wow. So Trump did okay on the mall, said some things, didn't do stuff. There's other stuff happening, you know, like Iran is heating up and England's getting in there, and everybody just wants to flex up and push on poor Iran. What did they do? Just try to dominate the world like everybody else. The great leader, Kim Jong-un, he's, he's beloved, so he's okay. He can be a crazy dictator and murderous beast. And if he says nice things, that's okay. Why don't the Iranians say something nice to Trump? I, I don't get that. You know, that's not their style, I guess. They're pretty buttoned down and wear the things and try and look a little bit different. And if they meet you, they got their thing. And kind of like the Lion King or something, you know, or the Black Panther. It's just everyone has their tribal dress. And that kind of separates us in a way from each other. You know, distinguishes us as separate and different. And so the Iranians, they come off as not only Muslim, because that's holy, and certainly a Christian wants to come off as Christian, and a Jew wants to come off as Jewish. And I'm not saying any of that's bad. But on top of 
the Islam. They have the Persian heritage of, this stuff goes way back, great Persian leaders in Babylon and Nebuchadnezzar and these Persian guys, they go, they go way back. There's a lot of, lot of history there. You know, they were a great empire. So there's a certain, I don't know what the word is, eh? But they try and be cool and sophisticated and blend those things and do just like every other human group into ours is the best. And nobody likes to be pushed around. And they do sponsor terror in the form of funding people that are going to go out and commit terror. Now, have we ever done that? It depends on how you define terror. You know, we've uh, helped in revolutions. Simon Bolivar, I watched a thing recently about his life and the political intrigues, and he traveled in Europe and wanted to free Latin America from the Spanish rule and an admirable cause. He wanted to unite all the people into one nation and never really worked. So all through history, people are trying to do these things. And this was around the time of Napoleon and George Washington. And, you know, there was a revolution in the world, a revolution of ideas and freedom. And that stuff's very appealing. Out of that all, we got the United States of America. And we celebrated it this week. And God bless this great country. It's very fascinating to learn about and study and participate in. And just remember, this, this is what it's about. This is life. This is the greatest time to have lived ever and on earth. And we got to do it. We were the lucky ones. Maybe next year we can cut down on a lot of these around-the-house explosions, fire, and it's just mayhem, poor pets. And we can just move on into something that, without going on, I'm so anxious to get to that. We see our institutions under stress. The State Department has been hollowed out. We have no permanent positions filled in the cabinet. And if the whole thing was to tear down the deep state or the organized state or the status of affairs, whatever, the establishment, drain the swamp. However, it's, it's scary because there will come a day when these things will need to be rebuilt and I guess there'll be enthusiasm and there'll be pride and as usual there'll be the wish to do for America the best you can. And, you know, hopefully we will have grown. We will have grown as people who seek to know the truth and the truth is we need to participate. We need to participate in our government. And even if it's going to the parade or the 
fairgrounds to see the fireworks or some other civic event, pancake breakfast. There's a lot of that great stuff that goes on all across America. I hope you had some fun with that. I hope you celebrated America and even if you blew some things up, understood that you were doing it to celebrate America. Happy birthday, my friends. Happy birthday, America. America.